Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The Path of Light. A commentary on verse 40 from Surah Al-Baqarah by Sheikh Muhammad Fawzi Al-Karkari Qaddasallahu Sirrah from April 19th, 2021. Ya Bani Israel, adhkuru ni'mati allati an'amtu alaykum wa awfu bi'ahdi, awfi bi'ahdikum wa iyaya farhaboon. O children of Israel, remember my favor wherewith I favored you, and fulfill my covenant, and I shall fulfill your covenant, and be in awe of me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Be in awe of me. Wa farhabun. To cultivate awe of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you must learn how to lie in your grave, how to call upon your Lord, how to hold yourself to account. When you master this, your night will become like day. The Prophet ﷺ says, I have left you upon Al-Mahajjatul Bayda', the radiant white path, whose night is as bright as its day. None but the ruinous will stray from it. The path is white or radiant because the full moon shines therein, and when the full moon rises, you can travel easily at night. The suns of the Gnostics never set. They remain bright in their hearts. Only the people of darkness fail to see them and turn their backs to the light. Why did the Prophet ﷺ call it the radiant white path and not, for example, the luminous path? He did it so that you would not be able to say that it's just metaphorical light. The color white is something tangible and directly perceptible, unlike light, which you could claim has a figurative sense. Then the Prophet ﷺ expanded on this and said, its night is as bright as its day. In order to walk in the wilderness by night, you must have a lamp to see where you're going. Seek out your lamp so that your night may be illuminated and you may become one of those who sing O Layla. The Sufis sing of Layla, but their Layla is not a wife or a lover. Layla is my reality, my company, my grave, my cave. Do I have a lamp to illuminate myself and my path to God? The Prophet left us upon the Qur'an and Sunnah. But if the Qur'an and Sunnah have not created a lamp in your niche, then you're not worthy of them. The problem lies not with them, but with you. And as long as you do not possess this lamp, you're not in a position to speak of God's favors. Notice that when you speak of outward lights rather than the inward lights of the heart, the listener becomes bored and uninterested. What can you tell him? This is why God tells us to contemplate meanings and not material vessels. Allah says, those who remember God standing and sitting and upon their sides and reflect upon the creation of the heavens and the earth. Note that it's fi khalqi samawat, the creation of them not the heavens and the earth themselves, which alludes to the meanings rather than the material vessels. 
when you hear the Qur'an and the words of the Prophet do you bring them down and apply them to your own vessel, your body? Do they inspire you to rise at dawn and pray two cycles of prayer that are better than the world and all it contains, beginning your day with a confirmed sunnah? None of this is strange at all, though some insist that it is. Our heedlessness is what is strange, not God's teachings, which He has made plain as day. We have made a stranger out of the religion, though the religion is not strange at all. This is because we do not understand the meaning of the message that God has sent to us. So when you behold this beauty and this divine cosmos, which God has created for you in your heart, are you not inspired with awe of God? You know that he could erase you in an instant from out of nowhere, and so you ought to fear him, and you ought to fearfully hold to his covenant. Merely by your existing in the world, you've entered into a covenant with God, whether or not you have made a pledge of allegiance to any sheikh. You must seek out God's light, whether you wish to or not, for you will be reckoned for it on the day of resurrection. If you wish to find it, then find someone to convey you to it. But if you claim that you are not required to seek it, then how can you claim to be part of the community of the luminous lamp, the community of, quote, the first thing God created was the light of your prophet, O Jabir. Consult your prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa who said when he was asked if he had seen his Lord, Quote, light is what I saw. As long as the Prophet ﷺ said this, it is part of his sunnah and you ought to follow it and seek a means of reaching it. Ask yourself, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you to pray and fast, what is the goal of it? God created you and told you to pray morning and night, to fast a month of the year to go on pilgrimage once in your life. What for? It was for a purpose, not for nothing. The purpose of it is light. The Prophet ﷺ says, Prayer is light. That is, you keep on praying until your prayer becomes light. He says, Fasting is brightness. Which means you keep on fasting until your fasting is brightness. And he says, Charity is proof meaning that you keep on giving charity until your charity becomes a proof for you in the world before the hereafter, before it is too late, and you forget God, and so are yourself forgotten. In this way the servant lives in the midst of awe and majesty as a result of his beholding beauty. Majesty lies in the heart of beauty for we must not breach our etiquette with God. And beauty lies in the heart of majesty, for when God loves someone, he sends them tribulation, which is majesty. But if you bear it with patience, you will see the beauty in the heart of it. Thus, beauty causes you to fear God and stand in awe and humility before him, to fall down prostrate in his presence. 
you see God's majesty in his beauty. When you see him near, you feel that you yourself are far and that you must draw nearer. The soul speaks to you of lordship because it becomes at peace and returns to its Lord pleased and pleasing. When it becomes at peace, it begins to bring you tidings of the one who is eternal without beginning and presents to you a description of his beauty and his attributes of mercy and power. It delivers to you streams of transmissions sent to you from God and becomes a perfected soul. This is what they mean when they speak of the perfect man, al-insanul kamil. And what will you tell it in return? You must tell it of your servanthood and teach it how to serve, how to prostrate, how to invoke, to recite, to fast, and to give charity. You must speak to it in the language of servanthood while it speaks to you in the language of lordship. You become a whole and you experience firsthand what it means to be with your Lord. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallayta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim fil alamin innaka hamidun majid.